Hey guys, and welcome back to Tina Marie with your girl the hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? I hope you guys are doing well out there. Uh, words to my mom, like, I legit just, uh, fucked up my coat. Um, <laughs> and it would, of course, it would happen at the beginning of the year, right before the freaking 20 degrees start really coming out to play with people's lives and you know the ice starts coming around trying to mess you up and make you fall uh i would happen to just break my coat and uh yeah very hurt about that very very upset i had to go um to burlington coat factory actually to buy myself a coat and wouldn't you know it they were almost completely practically out of coats mm, i had to struggle i ended up finding a coat that i did like and then, like, everything does happen to me. The threads were loose and this and that. There was a bunch of things a little wrong with it. But I was like, I need a coat. And I can't. I'm not going to spend $200. I don't have the money right now. <laughs> I got bills to pay. It's been the year. Christmas is just finished. Uh, so I ended up buying it. And I look good. I look good in a coat. But I am just hurt by that. Just emotionally hurt. That was not how I plan to begin my year. But of course, uh, I can only hope to go up from here. So honestly, we're here for manga and anime, and I apologize if I just had to get that off my chest, but I really, I really, I really had to, okay? I'm not gonna lie. I really had to get that off my chest because it was bothering me. But I did want to talk about a couple of little shows that I've watched this week. Excuse me. So I ended up watching a show called Pretty Boy Detective. Now, honestly, I kind of put it on for background noise because I wasn't too interested in it, but it did have a really interesting plotline. So as the title would suggest, <laughs> it was about this like pretty boy club, but we didn't start off with them. We started off with this young girl who's like with beautiful eyes, like really purple, pretty eyes, staring out into the star. The star is kind of wondering where her lost star is. Now, she said she found a star when she was 10 years old. And she's been looking for that star for like the past five years or something along those lines. Five, six years. And she's never been able to find it again. And while she's like there reminiscing, sitting there saying like, I'm going to have to give up on my dream of being an astronaut and finding you. Because my parents don't want me to do that. Which I'm like, what parents don't want their freaking kids to be an astronaut? Like, wow. Alright, cool. Interesting, but unrealistic. Um... <laughs> It's like, uh, and like while she's just like looking at the sky, reminiscing, some like Sherlock Holmes dressed boy comes out of absolutely nowhere and is like, oh, hey girl, you're looking for something, you look lost. Like clearly you're looking for something and I'm going to, uh, and I'm willing to help you. And apparently she has like some kind of notice about this guy. She kind of knows him a little bit. Um, he's part of this detective agency in her school that is apparently like a rich academy kind of situation. And everyone who isn't part of this club is, like, considered very attractive and have, like, their own quirks and stuff like that. Like, not quirks, like, quirky quirks, but, like, they're just a little different. <laughs> Each one has, like, their role. And basically, they're trying to help her find a star. And in mixed helping, the, uh, helping her find her star, she kind of finds a little bit of herself and then decides to join this agency as, like, the only girl member. And their whole thing is make the storyline beautiful. So no matter what the situation is, make the story 
pretty, make it interesting, make it develop. And so, yeah, like that's basically what's going on. There's this whole underlying story um, that goes throughout like the anime. And it's really kind of fun to watch if you're really into it. But honestly, I just kind of kept it in the background because some points I feel like it just kind of dragged. And I don't think it was specifically for me. But I definitely think it was interesting. So I can't say that it was bad. Uh, so yeah, I finished watching that. And what else have I been watching? Okay, so I have to go to my country real after this because I want to get the name right and everything. So, mm -mm -mm. Ooh, no, 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 you don't need to start. I, I'm just looking for your name, honey. <laughs> so, I was, I kind of finished watching uh, The Master of Killing Time. This show is so small. I think I talked about it before, but it's so small, but so freaking funny, okay? Like, you guys, it's really short, so I do recommend that you watch it. It's like a five minutes or ten minutes per episode. It's really tiny, like a mini series, But it is so cute, okay? So let me tell you what it's about. Um, basically, the story revolves around two students. Uh, one student with active hyperactive disorder, which is, I want to say that's what he has, because honestly, that's what it seems like he got going on for him. He's just very easily distracted, makes his up his own, his own storylines, constantly daydreaming and making stuff happen while he's supposed to be in class, right? And right next to him is this girl who wants to be studious, but is very, very easily distracted by the neighbor. And there's this basically, it's this basically storyline of us going through their day together, the time period together. And watching the stupid things that they do and get into and how she tries to thwart some of his plans or participate and how he tries to block her or mess with her. And it's just really cute and like very wholesome-ish kind of way. It's like funny and adorable and the, the jokes definitely land. Uh, my favorite ones, the favorite um, things that they do is like create like plot lines for stories for characters that they make up in their heads. It's so cute and I'm like I relate to that because I used to do stuff like that like in middle school and stuff like that it's really cute next thing I started watching was service servant x service um I ended up seeing the book first and I was like hmm I looked it up online and someone said hey if you want to read the book just just watch the anime it'll save you a lot more um money and time and I'm like, oh, that didn't sound great. So I checked it out. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of happy I didn't really buy the book. Okay, so let me explain. 7X Service is basically a story about this young lady starting in the public service industry. So she's basically working for like, uh, how do I say this? Like Japanese common wealth or something like that I think you would call it something along those lines so they're like red tape and they basically work with like family history lineage naming things along those lines child welfare those kinds of offices so hers it's her the first new day and she starts off with two other co-workers one is like amazing at everything the other one is kind of slowish but she's very sweet and people like are instantly kind of attracted to her but the reality is that this young girl who starts, um, she has like really big boobies and <laughs> she is there because she's mad. 
because she's pissed she wants vengeance and vengeance from what you might say well let me explain you ever heard the song that goes you know that song like that really cute one that people use all the time like on tiktok and like instagram stuff like that like it's very adorable well it's basically the song is basically about a i think it's a young man whose parents didn't know what to name him so they went around asking for names and they couldn't decide on one so they named him all of them Some of you are thinking, that must be unrealistic. Nobody would do that. But apparently, the same situation happened to this poor girl. Her name is absolutely ridiculously long because her parents just couldn't choose on one name and went around the hospital asking people for what names they thought would go well with her and they just chose them all. And now she's absolutely pissed that nobody stopped them or questioned them on that. (laughs) Which I'm like, she has kind of a right to be because I mean, I would be freaking pissed if my parents named me every book, every name of the book and like just nobody questioned. I'm like, bro, like, I think there's a girl like that, like in real life. And um, I remember seeing the videos, I think she was on Oprah or something like that. And her name was like 18 billion letters. And I was like, "Mm, I can't imagine learning how to spell that. Absolutely not. I'm already dyslexic. I don't need that added to my registrars of things I can't do. Like spell my own name. But yeah, so (laughs) she's here to take revenge. And it's basically like a comedy slash slice of life where she basically is going through like uh, working with, como se llama, the public service industry, trying to find out who was it that allowed her to be named that way. And just kind of working her first like full-time job and making friends in the office and just kind of dealing with the everyday of like sometimes rude customers, sometimes very sweet customers, sometimes not being able to help people. And yeah, I like it because I think it's sweet and it's soft and it's nothing like super intense or like, oh, you have to watch this. But it's definitely a good little show to watch if you have nothing better to do i think it's adorable but yeah uh that's not the only thing i think i've also read a couple things here so let me look at my manga list because of course i have one Mm. stay with me people stay with me (laughs) sign in Sorry, sometimes I just, I don't always remember things, so let me just write it down. That's why I do what I do. I have to write everything down, because if not, I forget it. I have a very shitty memory. Well, short-term memory. I have great long-term memories for some reason. Hmm, I guess it's just a kind of a thing for people. Okay, so I told you guys last week that I finished reading um, uh, Karaho to 16th Saya or 16th Panther. So it's 316 and Panther, right? So I finished reading that one. So I kind of felt like, you know what? Maybe I need to read more like sweet little things. So I ended up reading Mamuro Heaven, okay? And... I thought it was kind of cute, okay? So, just stick with me. 
Magarma is not your average high school girl. In order to support her family, her and her younger brother is hospitalized with her mother. She works as a popular author. And not only does she write books, but she writes erotic novels. So she's like really like, like she's a real independent broke girl, all right? She's OG. She's, she's doing her best out here in the streets. And <laughs> uh, she's also, you know, not experienced. So all of this is coming from like her head, basically. But she does well for herself and she does well for her family. So she's able to keep the bills and everything like that and do everything that she needs to do. And she's like highly pressurized. She's living a hardcore life. Like she, she can't let anyone know. She's always busy. She doesn't get to participate in like the love scenes and, you know, all the teenage things that people kind of want to do when they get that age. So, uh, one day while she's just walking around, um, a popular supermodel slash transfer student ends up like, they end up helping each other basically. And she freaks out. I think she drops one of her novels, um, that she's in the works for. And he ends up picking it up and reading it. Right. And he's like, holy shit, this is good. And then he realized, he peeps the name, the, the pen name, because a lot of authors use pen names. Um, and he's like, holy shit. Like, he puts two and two together and realizes that the, the person who just dropped the, clearly the manuscript, must be the author. So he kind of, uh, she kind of realizes, holy shit, like, I forgot that work or whatever. And she tries to get it back from him. So she goes up to the art room and he's not really there. And so she goes to the roof and kind of starts freaking out. It's like, oh my God, like, what am I supposed to do? This is crazy. This is a lot like I need it for my deadline. I can't miss my bills. Like, this is too much. And so he ends up showing up at the roof as well. It's like, oh, hey, um, you must be the author. She's like, no, no, no. I'm just, uh, just holding up somebody else. He's like, no, nah, just say what it is and I'll give it to you. If not... That I'm gonna throw this or whatever. You can ask for another one. And so she basically like concaves, like, okay, fine, like it, it's me, it's me. And so he's like, okay, so I like your writing. Clearly, I know it's you, but he's like, you you need more realism in your writing. And he's like, I'll I'll go out with him, date with you. And she's like, no, it's okay. He's like, I haven't really, you know, I'm I'm not really about that lifestyle. And he's like, okay, fine, then we could just do it right now, and like I could show you what it's like. And she's like, no, because I don't I don't have sex. Like I'm not about that lifestyle. So he's like, all right, now you have to go on a date with me to improve your writing. And she remembers having a conversation with her editor and who told her like, hey, you know, you need to draw more realistic, like you need to be able to put your hand in more realistic situations. So it's a lot like um, Fall in Love Like a Comic, but it's a lot more raunchier in some ways. <laughs> Um, but they do end up going out on dates. They have fun. He dresses her up as somebody else. So they can kind of go experience different things together. Mind you, he he's also a writer himself. So that's why he knows all about this. And they make kind of a good team. And it's really, like, cute and kind of, like, definitely has this, like, sexual undertone. So I think it's definitely worth a little read if you so if you're so inclined to. Because it's nothing super, like, out of this world, but it is really much a fun story. And there's, like, a love triangle somewhere in the middle of it that just comes in later on. Because she's wearing one of her disguises and one of the guys ends up getting a crush on her. It's this whole issue, but it's actually very cute. And I do recommend it if you want to read something kind of fun, kind of cute. On my list to read, though, is Tramps Like Us because I've been dying to read it for a very long time.
Um, but I had a bunch of updates right now. So let me see. Oh shit. Roses and champagne has been freaking updated. Ooh. And is this a new chapter of Dangerous Convenience Store? Oh, nah, I got some reading to do. I got some straight up reading to do. I'm sorry, some of my favorite ones that's just been updated. I just got the alert. So I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited. But um, yeah, so let me just give you a little update of what I've been doing. So um, I just, I did a whole like presentation on like omegas and betas and like the dynamics and stuff like that. And I'm still working on it so to give it to TikTok or whatever, to put it on TikTok. But I started doing my own story with the information that I gained. And so I did my own first one. And I did it on a presentation mic X Aizawa. But Aizawa is like this new CEO or alpha. And uh, um, Mike is like an omega who's been taking beta hormones. And they meet and it's like an immediate like attraction kind of situation. And the sugar baby situation. So I really had like a bunch of fun. I literally uploaded it. I kid you not. I like... Five in the morning yesterday because that's you know it's just how I my life. I blew it at five o'clock in the morning yesterday and I woke up to like a hundred people have read it and I was like what the fuck <laughs> and I just been so happy I haven't even posted it on Discord or whatever so that's kind of been fun. Um, I definitely want to do an audio version of it before I post it up there because I'm like I know that's when people mostly read it but it's been. It's so much fun. I'm already working on like the audio bit, the audio soundtrack before I start actually recording. Because sometimes I have to record things over and over again until I can stand the sound of my own voice. Because it's just, it's it's hard out here in the streets. Anyways, for now, have a good night. Because it's two o'clock in the morning. I gotta work tomorrow. <laughs> okay, guys. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.